Oh damn, we're in trouble now. Welcome back to another episode of We're in Trouble Now. Do, do, do. Yes, we are. <laughs> and we're also joined uh, this week and for future episodes with my younger brother, Brandon. Hi. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it wouldn't be a podcast about family if the whole family wasn't involved. Yeah. So we brought in we brought in the tripod. Yeah, well, thank you guys for having me. I'm definitely going to you know, be here for the future episodes and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I didn't know how to introduce myself, yeah. so I thought that we were back in like kindergarten. Yeah, you like got you were really saying, nervous when I, I was got, like, "Yeah, we're gonna do an intro," and you were like, huh. <laughs> "Kind of like, what do I do with my hands?" Kind of yeah. shit. I was like, "Do I do I say what my birthday is mm-hmm. and like my birth, you know, yeah. symbol?" You're like, trying to find like, something interesting about you. And you're like, <laughs> my uh, big toe is bigger yeah. than my other big I, toe. I like sports, <laughs> um, but it's interesting too, like because like it's so weird how talking to in a podcast or talking to a microphone is so much easier than talking in public. So much easier. Like, hmm. no, go for it. I was just saying like, you know, like when you're in high school and stuff like that, you had to do the presentations and you're always like, uh, like I used to dread it. Um, I used to dread getting up and talking to people. I would just say stupid shit Mm -hmm. and then just be like, Hey, I'm Brandon. I don't fucking know, but I would never curse in class Mm. or I would if I liked the teacher, but who knows? Yeah. Well, I just think communication in itself is just, it's so weird i mean how much it's changed mm-hmm. i mean when i was a kid you either talked to somebody in person you picked up the phone and called them when they're home or you wrote them a letter and now communication is the art of actually communicating face to face even it's just i think a skill that a lot of us are losing or yeah. never even have well like you were saying and the same thing goes to me when we started working i used to be terrified of calling people like that used to like legitimately like make me nervous. Like, what if they say something? Like, well, of course they're going to say something. It's a phone call, but like, but what if? And I, it always like, it was really weird. And now it's like, you know, you do it enough where you're like, yeah, whatever. I'll call whoever. I don't need to. Yeah. No. Cause I mean, like sometimes I take the calls and I would be seriously shaking. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell to say. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Why am I even talking to this person? I'm just going to hang up because I don't think they even need to see anything. Yeah. Because Brandon is my assistant at work. Mm-hmm. And when you first started, I'd be like, Hey Brandon, can you, you know, call this guy and ask him that? And you'd be like, um, sure. You like pick up a banana and you'd be like, beep, boop, boop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just pretending. Yep. Trying to pretend to talk. I'd be like, dude i know you're talking to a banana now I actually pick up the phone and, yeah. and and talk to these people and it's been really cool watching that that communication skill grow with you yeah because it was like a mock phone call before i actually phone called mm-hmm. like i would oh, yeah. practice, practice. What I, yeah practice what i was gonna say in my head before i even said it mm-hmm. and then i give them a call and then i instantly forget what i said once they said hello i was like Argh! now why do you think that is i mean why do you think talking on the phone was so much scarier than actually talking to somebody in person because you can't see their face. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. easier to talk to someone face-to-face because you can kind of see their reaction. You can see the emotions in their face. But once it's on the phone, you really don't know what the person is thinking just mm-hmm. by how, looking at someone. I right. mean, it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to talk to someone because then they can say whatever they want to say without repercussion. Because mm. it's just like, let me just be a total dick right now to you. But right. it's on the phone, so I can say whatever I want. It's kind of like, like emailing. Like You can email someone and say all the mean stuff, mm-hmm. but then in person, it's completely different. So people have more of a filter face-to-face. Of course. Well, okay. yeah, maybe like you were saying, like maybe it's more of a confrontation than like texting. Like texting is very passive. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, uh, respond, don't respond. You know, like it doesn't have to be like think on it. Like I, I can take time to like think about what I'm going to say. It's not as confrontational, which is weird because it's just a phone call and it's just about work. Like, hey... When are we meeting? Okay, cool. But like, it's it's like that weird, like stigma. Like, what if they say something mean, or what if we get in an argument? 
you know, which is kind of weird because, like, if anybody was to say an argument or like anything mean to us face to face, we were like, yo, I'll stomp you, fool. Yeah, dude, but I mean, like, I mean, I've had some people say some pretty mean shit to me on the phone. Really? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Like, some guy, he told me I was the worst assistant in, like, the world and just berated me. Really? This was when you guys were out for COVID. Mm. And, I mean, it was just... It oh, was, when you were handling the office by oh, yourself? Yeah, yeah. By yourself, yeah. yeah. And he just berated me over and over again. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? See, and I always go back to this. I always go back to remembering Papa. Because, yeah. you know, we all... We, we kind of live our lives to the Papa code. Mm-hmm. And as hard as he was and as, as, you know, as intimidating as he was, he never once in a million years would have ever have done that to a working person. Mm. He had that kindness and he had that compassion. That doesn't mean that he, you know, took any, he didn't take shit, but he would never purposely like try to tear somebody down in a working environment just to make himself feel better. So I always look at it like, you know what? My dad would never do that. So what gives you the power and the authority to do that? You know? Yeah, maybe, maybe, well, maybe it's more of their just self-conscious and their insecurities. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I find a lot of times when people are mean to me over the phone, it's, it, you can hear the fear in their voice. Yeah. You know, you can hear the fear that, you know, they need this transaction to close. They, they have the fear of they don't want to have to tell somebody the bad news. And, and when you really stop and you take yourself out of that equation and you don't take it personal and you kind of just break down listening to what they're saying. Most of the time when people are being that mean, it's out of fear. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, nobody really wants to hear mean stuff said to them either. Yeah. And it's just like, there was one person who kept saying some mean shit to me. And I got so angry that my voice started shaking because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to fuck this guy up. But it's just like, dude, like, why? Like, it's, it's just words. I mean, mm-hmm. if I don't know him, why do am I taking it so personal? Mm. So it's kind of like... Uh, like, I just couldn't let it go. Sure. Well, that's what's so crazy about the power of words and, like, what you say. I mean, what you say really physically can hurt somebody. Oh, yeah. You know? And it's like, this guy probably was just, like, letting off some steam and he was just berating you because he's like, I don't, know, I don't know who he is. I'll never see him. Like, this is just one phone call. Like, I'm going to let all my anger out. And, like, he may feel better, but it made you feel a lot worse. Oh, yeah. You know? And it's it's pretty crazy to see the effect that, you know, just, just like, even, like, a 30-second conversation. You know, it's one of those things, too, like... Like if, if an interaction goes wrong and you're like negative and it gets confrontational, then I think on it for a long time. So mm-hmm. like I'll replay this scenario over and over in my head. And I'm like, oh God. And each time I get a little, I get a little either more upset or I get more like sad. I'm like, oh dude, people are mean. Yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I would almost take a physical confrontation over a, over a verbal one. All day, you know? dude. I'd rather get hit in the face than I, have I'd some mean much words. much rather fight. Yeah. yeah, dude. Well, you can heal physically, but it's really hard to heal from those words. And, I mean, we've all been in relationships. In no names, you know, I'm not going to say any names, but we've all had those relationships in the past where the people who we trust the most were absolutely the meanest and probably did the most damage to mm-hmm. our self-esteem, our self-esteem, our psyche. You know what? It's really hard. It's like, it's like, when you're in a relationship and you trust somebody and you love somebody and then they turn around and they say those mean things, it's, it's horrible and it's detrimental. Mm-hmm. And I always try to live by the code of like, if I say it, you can't, uh, you can never unsay something. Once it's said, it's said, you can say, sorry, you can be like, I take it back. But the damage is kind of, it's already done. Oh yeah. Well, what's hard about, especially negative things like in a relationship and stuff like that is like if that person who you consider to be close with says it 
you know, over and over again, you, you're going to start believing it. You know, like if that person oh. who is intimate is like, oh, you're dumb or you're stupid. You know, why'd you do that? That's dumb. And you're like, well, I guess I, maybe I am dumb or I guess I, maybe I am stupid. So it's, it's, you know, letting certain people in your, in your inner circle and then having them betray that trust is, is detrimental. And I think all three of us are, we've, we've all had somebody in our lives who we let in and then ended up for the negative kind of make things a little harder. Yeah. I've had too many, mm-hmm. even like close friends. It wasn't even like a relationship. Sure. It was just either close friends or people I thought were my friends. And it was just one thing happened. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, two people don't like me. So it's not, mm-hmm. it's like, and then you start getting ganged up on. It's like yeah. your friends kind of go into little groups and then they kind of go at you. It's like, what the fuck did I do? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what the fuck did I do to the second person? Mm-hmm. You're just hearing the words from the first person. And then now it's just a snowball effect. And you're just like, well, this is cool. Now I just lost two friends instead of one. But at the same time, did you really lose people that are going to treat you like shit? Yeah. I mean, is that a loss no, or is that a gain? Yeah, that's, I, say, I, I would say it the other. It'd be like, yeah, dude, if you guys are going to be lame, if you guys are going to, you know, if you're not going to benefit or like if I'm not going to benefit from this friendship, I'm, I'm just not going to be your friend. Yeah. Like my grandma used to um, put it this way. She would say like people like that, like people who gang up on somebody, are like the chickens uh, mm-hmm. when she was on the farm. She said there'd always be one chicken, and if it like when if one chicken pecked the other one and it started to bleed, all the other chickens would just run over and start beating up on that one chicken. And so, and it always kind of stuck with me because it's very true. It's really true. You know, you can have one person make that first peck, that first blow, and all of a sudden everybody else is all like, "Oh, I smell blood!" Mm-hmm. And they all come over and they start attacking you. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of got to look at it. it. It's again, it, it. I think it's like a social thing where people. They, they have a tendency to want to gang up on you. Well, it's easier to be part of the crowd than mm-hmm. being the, you know, the one who's getting on trial. You know? So it's a lot easier to pl- you know, just kind of blend in and then stand out. Right. So like if everybody's picking on one person, they're like, oh, well, I'm going to I'm going to join with these people because then they won't be picking on me. So yeah. it's yeah, because it, if I'm picking on them, then the, the line, the spotlight's going to be on that person, exactly. and not at myself. Mm-hmm. And then all my shady shit's going to get hidden underneath yeah, all yeah, this. Yeah, then I'll squeak by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But that's what you know, you like you shouldn't associate yourself with toxic friends. And I think that's the hardest part with a lot of people is it's hard to it's hard to cut those ties. Right. Like, you know, you're like, oh, well, like, you know, we've been friends forever. I can't. You know, they're, you know, they're, that's just who they are. We're like, yeah, but that doesn't mean you need to be their friend. Right? Yeah. That doesn't mean you need to associate them in your life. You know, you shouldn't drink the poison because you're thirsty. Yeah. And sometimes we don't even see the toxicity until it's, yeah, until you know, it's, until it's the side. end. Yeah. But, um, but, but yeah. Yeah. Until you're, until the chickens are pecking mm-hmm. on you. That's actually a real thing. Like they, they actually have like a, a thing, like a, like a shirt or something you put on the chicken that's getting pecked and it scares the other chickens. So mm-hmm. you just need to like, you know, it's like, it's like this, it's like a, it's a, a caution vest. It's like the exact same thing oh, like the road yeah, warrior. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like bright it orange like and reflective. reflective yeah. yeah. And you know, all, it scares the other chicken. So all of a sudden the chicken who's getting picked on is like, what's up? <laughs> what's, what's up, up bitches? Yeah. <laughs> Come at me. me. Yeah. I'm, I'm re- day glow. <laughs> I'm reflective, you know? So you just got, just got to find the reflective orange chicken vest and then fuck shit up. Yeah, dude. And it's crazy to think too, like you don't need too many friends honestly like two three people by yeah. your side you can fucking take over yeah. anything i'd rather have like two or three ride or die homies than a bunch of people who i consider like friends oh, yeah. or like associates because mm-hmm. i mean like you can't i mean you can have really close friends mm-hmm. with a lot of people but how often will they start ganging up on mm-hmm. you behind your back without mm-hmm. you really knowing it or like you get they you know they call you at two in the morning how many or you're calling your friends at two in the morning how many of them are answering none you know you know, and Barbara always used to say this, and I would never, and I never really understand a whole lot of her, her, 
her messages until later on in life. But she always used to say, you know, friends are great. You can enjoy them, but family's family. Mm -hmm. And, and I always kind of come back to that, like with us, because I mean, we've had it to where, you know, there's been people in our lives who have hurt our feelings, but I swear to you, I don't care if it's two o'clock in the morning, if one of us called the, the other one, it would be like, you know what, without hesitation, what do you need? Sure. And to, and I'm not saying that you can't have friends, but I'm just saying it's like that level of love and support is like something special. And then every, you know, and then friends, you have, like you said, your ride, your ride or die. And, you know, that kind of fits into that sort of, mm -hmm. um, that sort of feel. Sure. And um, so like, because I kind of thought of it like this, like, you know, because we didn't really... Well, I was a kind of a lonely kid when I was like, sure. I was a lonely kid, but I had a lot mm -hmm. of friends, yeah. but it's like, I kind of covered up my feelings and emotions with those friends mm -hmm. and nobody knew what I went through or like what I was going through mm -hmm. because, you know, like I would rather mask it up with mm -hmm. a smile mm -hmm. and have a bunch of friends and be like, oh yeah, no, like, yeah, he's a really friendly guy. But it's like, how many of them really were my like true friends? And I would say a few, mm. but they, I had too many and it was just dumb. So you're just, you're similar, like you're, it's just kind of easier to blend into the crowd and be like, well, if everybody else is chipper and happy, I'll be chipper and happy. And you're like, you, what's that? No, well, I, I think like, it masks your pain. It's, that's yeah. exactly it. Cause mm -hmm. I mean, like I didn't join friends because it was like, oh cool. I just want to be a part of a group. It's more yeah. like, dude, I'll just, you know, like it, exactly mask my pain. See my mind off of it. Yeah. 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 So yeah. If you can just be like that goofball at everybody, you know, you're the one who's jumping off the roofs. You're the one who's what? like the daredevil. You're the one who always like everybody else was scared to do, but you were the one doing it. That was you just hiding all the the pain and hurt that you had that was really inside of there. Yeah. And it's crazy, like from doing one action, there's an emotion behind it sure. or like, you know, it's not just, I mean, everything builds up to a certain point and then something happens like anger, you know, you get sad before you get angry, but mm -hmm. then once you just, it's, you know, the sadness is overwhelming. You just start getting angry because mm -hmm. you're like, you know what? It's easier to be angry than sad. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was a fucking... It was, yeah, it was my go-to emotion. Oh yes. Yeah, I, I didn't, you know, the only thing I knew was anger oh, yeah. because it was my comfort. It, you know, my anger was my security blanket mm -hmm. because I felt like it made me strong and it made me powerful and it made me this and it made me that. And it wasn't until you know, I was in my fifties that I realized my anger was probably my, my biggest weakness because it blocked out all the other senses. And, but yeah, no, it, it's, it turns into where, you know, your pain turns to sadness, your sadness turns to anger and, and anger. I think you feel more in control with anger, even though you're not, mm. but instead of feeling pain or sadness, you're like, I'm just going to be pissed. Mm. I'm just going to be a badass because I would rather be angry and mean than sad and hurt. But the thing is though, is like, I was never angry towards people. I mean, like I, I had an like internal hatred for yeah. literally everybody. I just think mm -hmm. you didn't like anybody. Right? No. Like you, like you, it wasn't so much that like you hated everyone. You're just, you're like, well, I'm just not going to like anyone. Yeah. I mean like I'll be friendly and I'll yeah. be nice and I'll do things for people because I enjoyed it. You know, it made mm -hmm. me feel better to do things for people because it just kind of took me away from everything. You know, mm -hmm. I was like, cool, if I can be nice to someone and just do something nice for you, you know, it'll help you in that situation and it'll make you feel better. And then it makes me feel better. So it's like, it's, it's so much easier to be nice to people and do nice things than just to be like, ah, fuck you. Like, mm -hmm. ah, cool. You know, you can go fuck yourself or, you know, push your own car. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, th I think with you, it's Brandon, it's like your anger was your, your wall of protection. 
it's like you put up this big wall of anger. And then what really always made me kind of sad is because behind that wall is probably the nicest person I've ever met. Robert, I love you dearly, but... No, Brandon's way nicer than me. <laughs> but Brandon, you are probably one of the most kindest and most compassionate person in this family. And behind, so every once in a while, you'd be like, you know what, I'm going to let this wall of anger down. Mm -hmm. And then you would get into that toxic relationship with somebody who you trusted, and they would turn around and say really horrible things to you. And you're like, well, why did I just let my anger wall down? Mm -hmm. You know, that's the other side sucks more than inside. Mm -hmm. So you would put it up and, and every time you'd let it down and put it back up, it just grew higher and higher and higher. So your self growth of like, you know what, I don't need this wall. I am, I have my own tools and my own defenses and I don't have to find that in somebody else has just been, um, motivational and awe inspiring for, for me watching your growth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it finally took me 28 years to get to that point. Yeah. But like, you know, don't look at it like that. Look at it like, you're like, okay, I've I've made it to 28 going this way, but I don't want to do it that way. So, you know, there's no better time to start than now. You're like, you know, I've made it 28 years. Sure. But like, you know, let's start, let's start living or like, let's start looking at like this. Like it's never too late to, to better yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the amount of growth that's even happened in the past couple of months, you know, especially, I mean, a couple of years, but especially the past couple of months has been, it's been really cool to watch you kind of just flourish because yeah. you you can definitely tell that you're a lot, you definitely seem a lot more at peace with yourself. Oh, very much so. You know? I mean, cause like I stopped smoking weed, mm-hmm. stopped drinking, mm-hmm. you know, just doing all those bad things like self-sabotage, self-sabotaging. Yes. And it's just like, um, once you kind of stop self-sabotaging yourself, you kind of understand like um, you can do all this and like, you know, I am a better person. Why mm-hmm. have I just been trying to mask myself sure. instead of, you know, kind of coming to terms with yourself? So it's mm-hmm. just, it's so much simpler once you stop self-sabotaging yourself mm-hmm. and saying that like, oh, I can't do this or, oh man, I can't get there or I can't go do that. But it's like, why? You know, yeah. like, yeah. why can't I do this? You know, it's my life. You know, you can do whatever you want with your life. Yeah. Well, like you say, like once you take out the like the um, the level of like addiction or sabotage, you know, like your dependence. So you're like, well, I can't do this. So I guess I'll, you know, I'll smoke to like kind of make up for it or like, oh, man, I'll never be there. Might as well drink, you know, and things like that. Like, I'll just take I'll just take the edge off and kind of stuff. But like when you stop relying on those those outside dependence, you're like, well, why can't I? Why can't I be amazing? Why can't I do great? And I think it kind of forces your mind, like it resets your mind where you're like, you know, there's nothing stopping me but me. And you're not relying on any, any outside, um, like addiction or, or, or like outside, um, sources, influences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, go ahead. Well, I was going to also say, I mean, I, and because you, you told me the, um, an incident that happened where you're like, no, I deserve good things. Yeah. I, I like myself. You, when you were, um, without the one time that somebody asked you something, um, I think you're trying to paint around. You can mean you can yeah, be like, more was, specific. Was yeah. it the girl I was talking yeah, to? Yeah, yeah. The, the you know that you, one thing with the thing. You know, oh, the, that one no, thing. The girl that you were talking to, and then oh, yeah, yeah. you know, and then she was like, "No, she kind of blew you off." And then she came back, and you're like, "No, I yeah. deserve, I deserve better. Yeah. I, I deserve this." And once you start believing that you deserve good things, all of a sudden it's like, you know you start seeing in color mm-hmm. and you, you know, it, and it just kind of like, wow, this opened up this door. And now you look and look at something this way. And, you know, it's just mm-hmm. having, it, it's having that belief that you deserve to have good things in life. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah. Well, it, oh, sorry. Go uh, nothing. It. I was just saying, like you know, like you say, you're like I deserve better. Well, it's it's almost like you're like you're it's like that weight on your shoulders, right? So mm-hmm. it's forcing your neck and your head down, and you and you got your feet on the ground or your your eyes on the ground. And you're just like looking down. And you're like, well, it's just the same kind of shit. But you know, once you kind of you're like, you know what? I deserve better. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna lift my head up. I'm gonna I'm gonna see what's on the horizon. I'm gonna see what's over the over the hill. And you look up. And you're like, oh my god, it's beautiful up here. You know, like I deserve that. Like the, those beautiful sights. And um, you really just gotta like. Yeah, you know, like you say, like you always have to strive for greatness. And you're like, why can't I be amazing? Why can't I be the best version of myself I can mm-hmm. be? Because yeah. I mean, it was a self worth story. So yeah. like, it was I at that point I realized my own self worth because mm-hmm. I would always just get into like a, a vicious cycle of like, okay, they're going to be mean to me, but then you know, what if it does work? Or like, mm-hmm. you know, why? Because I always wanted to have a girlfriend. Because like I couldn't. It was more like. Um, I wanted to have a girlfriend so I can focus my attention on something instead right. of myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so I distracted myself. You're like, I, I'm going to love them so much that I'll love me back. Yeah. And then once it goes like, you know, the other way, then it's just like, well, fuck, dude. Yeah. Like now I'm now I'm beating myself up because it went the wrong way. And it was um, I don't know if you guys think about this, but. So I got this, you know, I got this chick. Here's the story pretty much of the self-worth. So I got this chick a birthday present. Sure. And um, it was, it was, her birthday was like a few days before I even like started talking to her. So then we started talking for a couple of weeks and I was like, hey, cool. We still meeting up. You know, I got you a birthday present just mm-hmm. out of the niceness of my heart. And she's like, well, that's fucking weird. She said that? She called, yeah. She's like, well, that's weird. Really? Like, yeah. I was like, well, that's dope. So yeah. then, you know, she kind of like blew me off. So I was like, cool, whatever, you know, deuces. So then a couple weeks later, she's like, hey, you know, yada, 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 you know, I can't match with anybody else, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, she's like, well, I'm really sorry. I was like, well, thanks. And that was it. And I was like, you know what? Fuck that. Yeah, you don't deserve no like, you're like, hey, well, there's nobody else in the scene. Yeah, I can't find anything else. So now all of a sudden you're awesome. Yeah. Like, you know, don't, don't, you know, uh, pass by my, yeah, don't pass by myself, you know, like what I can give. Yeah. Mm -hmm think of it as weird and then you yeah. can't find that in anybody else and then you come back to me yeah. because you're like well fuck i just fucked up because i just dropped the yeah. one person that i really did you know connect with yeah so at that point yeah. it's just like you know what cool go fuck yourself because i know my self-worth mm-hmm. and if you're gonna call me weird for doing something nice you don't deserve me yeah exactly like, don't yeah. forgive don't don't mix up my kindness for weakness it's, you know like just because i'm a kind person doesn't mean i'm a weak person you no. know and the fact that you're like you know the fact that you even just thought about her enough to be like hey it's your birthday coming up like you know, we matched uh, on on this dating app. Like, why not get you a birthday present? It's like, not like you bought her an engagement. Yeah, it's not like, for or, or, or like a customized like yeah. you know anything crazy. I'm sure it was just something small, but like, hey, dude, just thinking of you. And you know what? There's a lot of people out there that are like, fuck, dude, I just wish somebody would buy me a present. You know, like, and and you just need to hold out and and set your expectations to be like, you know what? I'm gonna love somebody for it, and they're gonna love me back. You know, and we're just gonna accept each other for people. Yeah. You know. And I was actually reading. I I'm probably gonna fuck up this quote, but it's like, okay. I read this quote. Um, on Pinterest because fucking love Pinterest. Pinterest, Dude, (laughs) I love Pinterest. This is some funny shit on Pinterest. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it was, it was talking about like just being happy with yourself and like Mm -hmm. in a relationship. It's like once you're happy with yourself truly and you get into a relationship, the relationship doesn't bring you happiness. You already bring the happiness into the relationship and then if it goes fuck, or if it goes fucky, mm-hmm. then it's like, and you guys break up, you still have your happiness because mm-hmm. she never brought you the happiness. It just boosted it up. It's not that she was the happiness. Mm-hmm. It's that your guys' happiness together, you know, made something else. Sure. But then right. once you break up, it doesn't mean that you can't be happy. Totally. hundred percent. I agree. It's right. not, it's not your partner's responsibility to make you happy. 
You know, it's your responsibility to, to make yourself happiness or provide yourself happiness and then coexist with your partner who also is after their own happiness. And yeah, because we've all been in that relationship. Yeah. We have all had that relationship where we're trying to seek what we're, we're missing in ourselves in somebody else. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's like, Hey, I've got this big old, huge missing piece of the puzzle and mm-hmm. I'm going to fill it with you. See, I'm sorry. And that doesn't work. Totally. You have to fill, you have to fill your own voids. See with, with my relationships, I was always the woman who would be like, not necessarily broken, but like, you know, wasn't in a good spot or like, well, I'm going to fix this person. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to show this person that she's capable of love or that people are capable of loving her. And then I ends up like, then they, they're like, Oh, okay, cool. This person uh, is doing all this work for me. I'm going to do no work, Mm -hmm. you know, because they're, 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 they're doing 90%. I'm doing 10. Yeah. And unfortunately you learned that pattern from me. I was so unhappy with myself. I'm like, I'm going to find a train wreck Mm -hmm. and I'm going to love that person to the point where they're going to be like, Oh my gosh. And they were going to, they're going to see how much I love them and they were going to turn around and they were going to give me back that same love. And then when they gave me back that love, I would finally be like, Oh, I'm Mm -hmm. a whole person. It never comes back. You know, and then I'm sitting there and I'm trying to love this train wreck and I'm like, wow, I must just really be a piece of shit because even this person won't love me the way I want to be loved. So let's just go down to the sub basement and try to find somebody and save that person. And, you know, and I found myself just going down deeper and deeper and deeper into this, this pool of like people. And it wasn't until I'm like, I had to fix myself. You know, I had that nobody else could fix me but me. And I, and it, it, it's really sad because I have seen both of you in that same kind of relationship. Yeah, I've had that relationship my entire life. Mm-hmm. I always tried to, um, I always try to fix the other person. Like yeah. if something was wrong, I'd always try to, you know, do more to help that person out. Than yourself. Yeah. And then in the end, just get fucked. Mm. Yeah. But it's like you say, you know, just like, you know, like you're like, oh, I figured it out when I'm 28. Well, like, yeah, you, but you figured it out, you know, it, you'd be like, oh, well, I didn't, you know, like I, I ran this marathon, but I didn't, it took me like six hours to finish. But like, yeah, bro, but you still finished. You yeah, because like, there's a whole lot of people out there that never figure still it out. still running that race, you know? So if you're like, yo, I'm 28, I've been in relationships that didn't work out and here's why I've been in relationships that weren't uh, beneficial to my happiness or, or helped me find, you know, like be a better person then you know now you're like well okay i'm 28 i know what i'm looking for and i'm not going to settle for for anything that's that's less Mm -hmm. i mean yeah like you said you know at least i came to that point of realization that i found it out yeah yeah even if you polish a turd it's still a turd you know so like you can't you can't be like oh well maybe one day this person will love me like yo still a turd (laughs) you know no matter how many many times you polish that thing so you were like i'm gonna go out i'm gonna find i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm going to find a diamond. Yeah. yeah. You, know? you can put lipstick on a pig and it's still a pig. Yeah, exactly. There's a shit ton of fucking pigs. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But you know, that's, and that's what, and that's what's so cool about life is there's really no, like you're never too, it's never too late or early to start. Yeah. You know, you were like, yo, it's all good. I, was, I mean, I was, there's people like in the nineties finding their love of their life and they're like 90. Yeah. You know, like I found him. I mean, obviously the, the, the pool is a little shallower. <laughs> the dating pool is not that large, but like, you know, like, I don't know. It. I'm going to have to start going, you know, I'm going to have to start looking at the senior citizen homes for my boyfriends. Yeah. So. God. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 
I'll just never mind. I I I, I could have gone down that rabbit hole, and I'm not going to go down that rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> yeah, if you're like, I'm going to go to the senior citizen home and, and troll Start for some trolling. dudes. Yeah, we'll yeah. just be like, yeah, we're here to admit somebody, <laughs> and you just like walk in. You're like, there's so many lovely people here. We're like, you can just keep her. <laughs> just, <laughs> They're like, this isn't the psych ward. Yeah. Sorry. We'll, we'll drive like uh, when we get there. We'll just drive a bunch of circles and stuff to get you really confused about your way home, and this way. Uh, so you're just I think there. I'm a little bit more cognitive than that. I think I can find my way home. Mm. We'll figure that one out. If, yeah. <laughs> well, if it's the one down the street, sure. I mean, yeah, we, you might get lucky. But like if it's like, you know, an hour or two away. <laughs> you know, my very, my very first real job, I actually worked in a, um, a retirement home mm-hmm. right good. there in Encinitas. And I remember people would just like come and um, they would drop their parents off and just deuces and they would go and these people would literally be escaping Mm -hmm. you know i'd be sitting there talking to one patient like this little lady be running around outside the window and be like oh my god escapee then we'd have to go chase her down and it just to me it just hopefully you know hopefully you guys never put me in a home we would never put you in a home Hmm. yeah we'll figure that one out (laughs) i guess when the time comes it it depends how like how we feel in the moment what we'll do is like in like maybe like 10 years we'll start giving you like an annual report card (laughs) like a a quarterly report like hey listen you know you're two strikes away from (laughs) silver meadows retirement center so you better get on it are you kidding i'm gonna go to silver meadows and i'm gonna rock that joint i see i think i'd rather like I, I, what I'm really excited for is like when I retire, I really want to volunteer at a national park. Like I want to be the old guy with a little hat that just takes the tickets when you pull up, you know, Mm -hmm. like the first guy who's like paid to begin the park. I just want to be that guy. I want to be Ranger Burt. I want to get, yeah, I want to give, I want to be the one who administers the oath for the junior Rangers. Oh yeah. Well, it's anybody at the, at the gift shop. Oh, well, I want to work at a gift shop. There you go. Yeah. Because you were saying that when we went to, um, what was it, Lake Tahoe? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that one guy was out there. You're like, dude, I wish I was that yeah, fucking I'll, guy. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to retiring and just like, I don't even need anything fancy. I just want to, I just want to have my little green pants and my my khaki shirt and my hat and just go and collect tickets and just kind of like live at the national park. Yeah. I think that'd be a great way to spend my, my last couple oh, years. So okay, so we did talk about it on one episode, and I would love to revisit it in the eyes of Brandon. But let's oh, talk about the poop story. <laughs> Okay, first of all, settle a debate for us. Yeah. What was that campsite like? Uh, shit. Okay, you guys remember the story differently. Dude, are you kidding me? Okay, so we go in okay. to the campsite, we right? Went we went in. Remember we met that really it nice lady? It wasn't a campsite. It was the an lady, RV park. Yeah. well, It was, it was an RV. A, it, excuse me. It's an RV slash campsite. It was an RV park, and okay. the lady had like six cats. She had a lot of cats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she ha- she locked her sliding door into this sh- like tiny little fucking shack. Yeah, to not let the cats out. Yeah, ah, oh, dude, that was a, such a shit place. No but, way. Okay, dude, we. Uh, it was okay, nice. So the level, okay, just no, 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 the no, no, level no. of everybody. Just listen to the emotion in Brandon's voice if you want to know the quality of this RV park. You guys remember Continue, the story Brandon. differently. Okay, because our little campsite yeah. was next to a creek. Yes. Yeah. And, the, and remember, and across the creek, because it was a little creek, there was an auto repair shop. There was an auto repair shop. I just understand shop. why you guys are against people making a living. Because you don't camp in an auto repair shop. We weren't camping backyard. in the backyard. We were camping across a babbling brook. But our, <laughs> it was also in dirt. Yeah. Yes. There do, was no grass. Nor trees. Where do you trees. all want to camp? No, you, nobody camps. Okay. In the grass. Well, that's a good point. Then yeah. never mind. Actually, that's a really good fucking point. Yeah. You guys I don't. You, okay. If I don't have a tree, I want grass. There was I trees to, next to us. There was one tree. There was, there was one. one <laughs> there was one sad, lonely little tree. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, I okay. So, 
I know. I'm a nervous pooper. You are very. Yes. I'm very like Catalina. Catalina. I didn't poop go for, like, for like four days, and then you didn't poop once, and then you spent 36 hours in the bathroom on the way back. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but ever since I got this job now over um, at yeah. where we're at now, yeah. I can I can poop sure. no matter what. But okay, so anyways, so the poop story is this. So. Again, three, four days. Starts in Lake Tahoe. Yeah, starts in Lake Tahoe. We go Mm -hmm. to Sequoia? No, we went went from Tahoe, and then we drove all the way down to... We were in um, Yosemite. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then Yosemite, and then we were going to go to our campsite. Mm -hmm. So, again, three, four days worth of food backed up. Mm -hmm. And we had some pretty good food. Some of it, I think it was like Mexican food and shit. Yeah. So, I mean, it was... You had a variety, sure. Oh, yeah, and it was hurting. Mm -hmm. So... um, if it's a single stall place, I can poop. Sure. So I go in, dope. Bathroom's unlocked. Go in there. Bathroom looks fucked up, right? No, it was not. Okay, well, it looked fucked up. Oh, my God. And so <laughs> we go quality. in there. Yeah, so I go in there and I'm pooping, right? So all that stuff's happening. And not only is this a shitty-ass fucking RV park. Oh, my God. It's... But the poop was so heavy <laughs> that it bounced up the dirty fucking water, it's touching my brown water. star, and it was it. I I was I was just so scarred because now I have dirty poop water on my boot hole. And did you say some kid was like knocking? Oh on yeah, the dude. Door okay, yeah. It's so one bathroom. What, it does, there's two it? bathrooms. One's a girl's, one's a boy. It doesn't matter. So. <laughs> It was like, I, I am sitting there traumatized that dirty water touched my butt. Yeah. And out of nowhere, this fucking little kid starts shaking the door, trying to get in while I'm pooping. And then not only am I a nervous pooper, but it sucks back up like a, like, you know, the kid from like Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory, how it yeah. just shoots straight group. up. Yeah. So it, like, it just shoots straight back up into my, like, you know, my intestines. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Doors locked, trying once. Trying it again isn't yeah. going to fucking let you in. And not only was it a little kid, but it was his dad. Really? It was, there was two people. Yeah. So now I have dirty butt. You know, I have a dirty butt because of this water. It's contaminated fucking water. It was just normal. Contaminated. How? Contaminated. How? It's an RV park. They don't, you don't, there's not like a separate tube of dirty water that they distribute straight to the RV park. It just let me live my, just let me live my traumatization out. So not only dirty, dirty water on my butt, but little kids shaking the door. And now I'm like, I'm scrambling to like suck everything. Like, you know, I'm trying to push everything out as quickly as I possibly can. I don't want to like yell at this kid. So I yeah, just because there's it. strangers in his home because people live there, you know, yeah. and I'm sure that was the only bathroom available. It for is. There's a, that is the only bathroom available. Yeah. yeah. So not. Yeah. It was right. Yeah. No, yeah. No, hundred percent. There's only one bathroom in the entire with people park. with like, it would be like only having one bathroom in an apartment complex. Yeah. So that's a thing. Yeah. So poor Brandon, you know, he's getting poor assaulted Brandon. by Bubble. some guy and his child. Yeah. While you're out there being like having to deal with this train wreck, and you're like, "There, uh, I'm not sleeping oh, here. No, I'm gonna I was, die." I was. I was. I will say this right now. I was. I was. I was channeling my inner Moira from Schitt's Creek. Yes. Oh yeah. No. I was like, nope. Well, nobody goes to Oakhurst <clears throat> RV campsite for the Oakhurst for RV. For safety nobody, and no, clean. No, no, nobody drives there. They're like, I can't wait to spend the night in like Oakhurst and like 
taking the sights. No, it's a nice place that you use to drive to Yosemite where you enjoy Which yourself. was still like an hour away. It was like 45 minutes. You did not, you did not tell us that. Okay, we, we Nor, also were in Yosemite at like August, peak season. There's yeah. no way any campsites would be available. I was fine not camping in Yosemite. So I just didn't know nice that we were going to be camping in a deliverance RV, RV park an it, hour away. Oh yeah, God. but it, okay. And like, it was a weird place, but it wasn't also that like it wasn't too bad. But I would never stay there. That's just my preference. Wow, I like. Okay, liked we no. had to. Okay, we had to actually try to um, rent two strips of dirt to put one tent. To put one tent yeah. because you know no, I don't know of any campsite that that rents out strips of dirt because on one side was a toxic creek. No, and it was on not. the other side toxic. was a road. Stranger and I played in that creek before. Of course you guys did. We, did. We, we folded a little, we made a little boat out of cardboard and we watched it go down the river. Of course you did. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you know what? And the thing is, is that you painted such a lovely picture of your trip with yeah. Stranger that I was expecting pretty much anything other than what we got. But Listen, they have dope shirts. You though. get what you pay for. Yeah. They did have six shirts. You want shirts. an $8 a night camping spot? You're going to get an $8 a night camping spot. Wait, it was eight bucks? It wasn't very expensive. It yeah. Now I feel even worse about the butthole story. <laughs> it's not dirty or water. It's though. dirty water, Dean. I remember, <sighs> the look on your face coming out. I really, I was pale. really The worst part is I was like, I was finally winning mom over like in the argument. She was, I was like, just spend one night we're just spending one night it's no big deal and then you come out and you're all pale and you're like i was violated <laughs> i but who touched you brandon who touched you the toilet you guys laughed in my face yeah, for a I good know, five yeah. ten oh, minutes it was so funny the look on your face i'm sorry brandon it was it was pretty priceless well it was crazy it was, well, fuck you guys what's, <laughs> what's funny too is like you guys we could like walk you guys off the ledge we took you to that restaurant right that was a good restaurant which restaurant um no, called, oh yeah 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 um, yeah, yeah. No, first we went to yosemite yeah. and then we went to the restaurant yeah because we went to go spend the day in Yosemite. Yeah. And it was called, uh, I forget. It was a good restaurant. Something, oh, it was a good restaurant. But it took barley. like two hours to get in. It's because it's the only restaurant in town. It was, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, dude, that was a good, I completely forgot about mm-hmm. that place. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I still up. remember where we sat. We sat in a booth in the bar mm-hmm. yep. and we all had burgers and fries. Yep. And I remember you guys were just eating away because you're all tuckered out from yelling. And, and then uh, we still drove two hours to Fresno. Did we go to Fresno? Fresno. Fresno, and that hotel was so that was nice. Sick fucking okay, hotel. Okay, so Brandon, apparently Robert painted the picture of whitewater rafting as you turning your head and getting earfuls of water. I, oh no, it was that was exactly it because I didn't want to get hit in the face. So I sure. thought, hey, rational thing, turn to the side <laughs> yeah. and just straight get fucking water in my ear. Every time. Every single Every time. rapid. I don't know if you knew this, but there was a lot of rapids. There's a lot of water. Now, that was your, <laughs> first, time, that was your first time whitewater rafting, yeah? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Dude, that was actually a really cool um, experience. Yeah. And remember that one family? We, talk, we touched yeah, on dude, that, yeah. Their one family was like, oh, uh, is there sharks in there? And I literally looked at the kid and fucking just like scoffed. I was like, dude, it's a fucking creek. There wouldn't be any yeah. sharks. Yeah. What are you talking about? Maybe if it was like Florida or something. We were hoping guys, there were sharks. You both did not care for that family. Well, no, dude. Okay, well, I'm just like. They're the type of family that, we can, that, that came up. Up and they were all like, like the scenario of like, you know, like, oh, where's my butler? You know, they weren't yeah. that fancy. They, no, they were just. They thought they, they were. That I fancy. think. I think the husband was just trying to provide a family experience for the kids, and the kids were just like, no. Yeah, you I know. mean, but when we had lunch with everybody, it seemed like they had a good time after that. Like, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I don't know. Remember that? Like, remember the osprey? The osprey uh, yeah. flew over and grabbed a fish right in front of us. Yeah, osprey. or um, we were going down the rapids, and I think it was like the first, I don't know, like thirty minutes or so. Mm-hmm. And then the guide was like, "Hey, you guys can jump out of the boat." Yeah, we jumped out of the boat. Yeah, I yeah. just instantly jumped out of the boat. I was yeah. like, "Fuck it!" Yeah, cool. I was really impressed. I I didn't think you were gonna jump out. It of the It was boat. freezing. Would water. you do it again? Oh fuck yeah! yeah. 
It was yeah. freezing. Because you're not a fan of the open ocean, right? No, yeah. no. Open ocean, no bueno. It's not that like, okay, so I've watched Shark Week yeah. my entire life. Mm-hmm. I love the Animal Channel, Discovery Channel. You know, Steve yeah. Irwin, fucking amazing guy. Steve Corwin, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. he was sick of shit. He was actually the reason that I wanted to start filming animals. That's sick. Yeah. Wait, Steve Corwin or Steve Irwin? Um, I thought it was Je- Jeff Corwin. Actually, okay, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, it was, Jeff it was this one where he was like in Costa Rica, and there was like a there was a chameleon yeah. walking, <laughs> and he was in the he was in the outside frame, so he was way far away. But it looked like the gec- or the chameleon was like really large, and he was like ah, and he would run a little bit like ah. And I thought that the the way that they shot that was just so like it's it's still vivid in my mind, and I, know exactly and I was like I want to be like that. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, keep going. No, yeah, no. So, like, I mean, I love animals. Like, I think they're the most yeah. like, fascinating thing in the world. You know, it's just like they're so cool, and just the synchronicity that all of them have that mm-hmm. live together is just, you know, breathtaking, as you can say, or mind blowing. Yeah. But both, anyways, yeah. yeah. So with the open ocean, you know, like I know that there's sharks out there. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not a, you know, I don't hate sharks. I respect yeah. them. Sure. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. go into their, you know, fucking yeah. little place and swim because that's just dumb. I mean, at least to me. I'll sit on the sand and be like, hey, cool, that's that's awesome water. Would but you, like, I'm sorry, would you ever go like cage diving? Uh, you know, I would actually. That'd be pretty sick. Because there's a guy's in, in Cape Town um, that'll take us out. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Oh, wait. So while I'm thinking about it, Pop Pop is thinking about going to Africa for a week. You should go with him. Why? Yeah, yeah, if you and you and Brian want to come to Africa. Sure. That way you can travel with them. Sure. And then you guys are going to go for a week and just hang out with Robert. We won't well, go. We won't go see white sharks. Okay. I was like, cause you already, cause Robert already asked me if I wanted to yeah, go. Yeah. And I, was, I was, I wanted to think about it. Cause yeah. I mean, certain yeah, but I times. thought it'd be kind of cool if, um, if you went with Brian so that we have a, like a travel buddy. Cause he's, Brian, really he's my travel buddy. Yeah. Well, I, I oh. won't be there the whole, you'll probably only be there for like a week. Oh, I'm going to be there for like a month. Oh, okay. But, yeah. But there's going to be a couple of other people that are going to come just for a week. So you would all travel together. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that'd be pretty dope yeah. actually. Just because I know you, you know, I know you've been inviting me, you know, for I mean, just, years. Yeah, Robert. Well, I mean, I'll never stop. I mean, you guys, I think everybody should go visit Africa at least once. It's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's only a week, and I can take care of Pam for a week. Yeah. Okay. We put yeah. you on because we'll put you like on game drives and stuff like that, and have you go see lions and elephants. I mean, and what stuff. a just an amazing experience. And sometimes I think that, I mean, it's just it's such a part of the, intricate part of the family these mm-hmm. days. It's like sometimes, you know, just thinking about the experience of doing that, it's just mind-blowing that we all have that opportunity to even be able to do that yeah and yeah. just kind of rewind a little bit remember catalina when we went swimming with the uh, yeah, leopard the, sharks uh n- yeah yeah dude and sharks. like i screamed through my snorkel yeah did we, Brandon, we tell that story no oh okay so we were at catalina one year with yeah. everybody stranger michaela little uh, austin austin <laughs> austin little austin uh Chad, Arian, you know, literally everybody. The whole gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there was, I don't remember who told us, but somebody was saying that there's like a really good dive spot because USC has a, has a bins. Um, I don't know if it's a laboratory or whatever, but that's where they go to, that's where they pe- take people to treat uh, for the bin sickness for, oh, okay. for when they yeah, surface yeah. too fast. Mm-hmm. And um, so we, we hike maybe about a mile mm-hmm. over to this really, really nice little cove. And it's super, it's right next to the USC laboratory. So it's got a little like concrete driveway kind of like launch right. ramp. So you can just walk right in and start swimming. And uh, what happened, Brent? So we swim yeah. and like... Uh, a great time. It was so much fun. The water was warm, crystal clear. Yeah. And like I started swimming. Like this is the farthest I've actually swam out. Mm-hmm. I swam and I looked down. And I was like, fuck, that's deep. And I look out and I was like, fuck, if I see a shark, 
I can see it just like clear as day. Mm-hmm. And so I start swimming back. And I was like, I'm too far out. I'm going to go closer to the, like, the shore. So I go closer inland. And I don't know. I'm just kind of, you know, snorkeling on top. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kind of floating. You're just kind of you're, you're looking buoyant. like a seal, but go yeah. ahead. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just looking down. And out of nowhere, I see one leopard shark. I mean, it, this thing was like three, four feet. And I was like, dope. Yeah. So then next thing I noticed, I noticed two. So now there's three of them. And yeah. I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. Next thing I know, there's like five more. I'm like, fuck, there's a school of sharks right now. And so I start screaming through my snorkel for Robert. While he's underwater. <laughs> and I'm just like. Because <laughs> when you're underwater, right, you can still hear sounds. The vibration still carries, yeah. but it's muffled. So I hear, I'm like, dude, why are there, is there a pot of dolphins? Because <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so like, I'm like, what the hell is that? And I, I surface and I can still hear it. And I'm like, this is the weirdest pot of dolphins I've ever seen. And I see Brandon's little feet like <laughs> paddling and I paddle over to Brandon or I, you know, I swim over to Brandon. I go, what's up, dude? He goes, there's sharks everywhere. So I looked down. I'm like, how cool is that? It's, it was a, it was, yeah. it was like a, a school of uh, leopard sharks because yeah. they only grow at about five feet. Right. And they're not, they're not harmful. They're actually, mm-hmm. it's considered bad luck if you, if you catch one or kill one um, because they're just the coolest. They're like cats. Um, but they're, I mean, they're big. Yeah. So they're, I mean, it's, it's, especially for Brandon who isn't, you know, a super, he's not a, a, into the whole water sports kind of thing to see a school of sharks is not, I mean, I still see them. I still am like, Oh, what dang, oh, you yeah. know, cause they, they still got teeth. Oh yeah, dude. You know? And like, I swam over one. Cause like, I was like, cool, you know, let me just, you know, get a closer yeah. experience. Yeah. And then it fucking glares up at me oh, yeah. and it takes off. And I was mm-hmm. like, dude, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It's really cool. You know, just like watching them just in their natural habitat, mm-hmm. just, you know, cruising around doing what they do. Yeah. It's just like, they're gliding monsters. Yeah. yeah. It's a whole nother world. I would love ocean. to take you to La Jolla and swim in the kelp beds. Yeah. They, fuck they, they that. have these huge kelp beds that are like two, 200. Isn't there a lot of seals? Yeah. No, there's sea lions. Oh. Yeah. But there's hmm? like a bunch of fish and shit. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a wild. Sea lions nice. No, well, I would don't touch it. That's another thing is in La Jolla. Everybody, all the um, people who all the out of town people, all the tourists, they always try to touch the sea lion because it looks like a dog because they have similar, um, like a similar skull structure. Yeah, so they always try to. Yeah, but there's no there's no shark there because there's a, I forget, but I think there's like a crevice or something like that. So it's really shallow there, and white sharks tend to they're ambush predators, so they swim up. Yeah, and so it's they very very rarely do you see white sharks out there. Mm. You'll see white sharks like in Encinitas and stuff, but yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah, because I think the last time you guys went snorkeling is when you were doing that project. Yeah, when we did uh, the Rip Current event yeah. for my news program. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was actually pretty cool. It was fun, right? That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I remember that day. Yeah, yeah. yeah you would have you would have seen a shark there more than you would have seen at La Jolla. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. You're like I've already seen them. Yeah, and I think it's really cool. I mean, that's the first time I've heard this story. But never told you that. I, I thought I did. I think I remember is that the time that you went to Catalina you're like I don't need sunscreen. Yeah. Oh <laughs> dude, I got fucking I'll burnt. You should sunscreen. Oh, Mexican, I don't need it. And yeah. like an hour later you're like I I can't move my arms. That was the <laughs> worst 3 days of sleeping yeah. of my life. Yeah, I you- remember walking into the house you guys got home and I walked into the house and I'm like, "Hey Brandon, oh." Yeah. Even like the tops of your feet were sunburnt, your neck was like every valuable like spot that fabric was touching, it was sunburnt. And yeah. we slept in a hammock. We slept in a hammock. In the hammock just wrapped every single burn mm-hmm. and i was like this is fucking dope yep you're like sick yeah because i had ask to... you this did, did you learn your lesson do you use sunscreen fuck no yeah do i still do not do it you should you should fuck with it. your tattoos well yeah no i know that but like some yeah. days i'm just like yeah why do i need sunscreen yeah. and then i realized the day and after that i'm burnt burn. yeah. yeah yeah and then you, especially uh well you cover up when you're riding your motorcycle yeah. yes but sometimes oh well, yeah no 
I gotta say though, I, yeah. I I do I do enjoy doing like outside activities with you. Well, that's you know, because it seems like I mean, like Tahoe is really fun. Yosemite, Sequoias, you know, camping at Catalina. They're all of them are really enjoyable. I was thinking of a story, but I can't remember. Oh, that was also when I got really drunk, and then I almost fell into it. Um, yeah, it took you like. 30 minutes to pee and he kept like wobbling or like he's gonna fall on the cactus yeah. <laughs> for some reason i peed next to the cactus and he walked like 300 feet away from everybody and then found the cactus bush and i was like yeah this is a good place it looked like a bush it's yeah. nighttime yeah just happened to be a cactus just happened to be a cactus but yeah no that was a crazy time and then that was also um that family tried to adopt me yeah, well, they, they probably yeah. felt bad for you no, because yeah. you were no. sunburned. No, there and was drunk. like a, there was like a husband and wife that legitimately wanted Brandon on their boat. Yeah, they're yeah. like, hey, you should come and like come yeah. with please, us. Please, you know, we'll, no, just please. Brandon too. They were like, and I was like, yeah, I can't wait till I come. They're like, not you. <laughs> oh, like, I'm glad you did not. Yeah. yeah, they're like, oh well, we caught some fresh fish today, yeah. and like you know, we're gonna cook it up tonight. You should come over. I'm like, uh, no. Yeah, I look no. at Robert like, help me. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, I'd help you, dude, but I wasn't invited. <laughs> you're like, you're on your own. Yeah, dude, that was also where we created the game Rock My Hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we throw rocks in a hole. Yeah. It's called Rock My Hole. That uh, was fun. I love hearing stories like that you guys tell like that because it just reminds me so much of me and Auntie Vicky. Yeah. You know, so reminiscent of just like, you know, you're you're in the ocean and there's a school of sharks and you're screaming for Robert. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's such, to me, it's like a beautiful legacy. Because, yeah. I mean, she was my, she was my ride or die. Yeah. We also came up with the bison song. Oh, Instead yeah. of Buffalo, it was yeah. like... Um, it was a Bob Marley song, but like every other word was Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, the Buffalo Soldier. Yeah. Soldier. Yeah. yeah. I, forgot, I forgot the lyrics. It was yeah. like 10 years Were ago. Were you just like Bison Soldier? It was just, no, it was cool. It was cool. To, I don't know. The whole experience was just cool to like... And that's why I like doing stuff with you because I like experiencing new things with you or I like, I like showing you new experiences, right? Like I loved taking you guys to the national parks and getting you sworn in as junior park rangers. You know, I love taking fun. you guys to like Yosemite and seeing you go through the portal uh, you know, like that you drive through that portal and all of a sudden it's all boom, there's Yosemite Valley, right? There's El Cap, mm-hmm. there's there's Half Dome, there's the falls and things like that. Like I really like showing like being there for your guys' first experience on these kind of things. Yeah, seeing Half Dome for the first time cool, was right? really, really beautiful. Yeah. I mean, because like you're just like, okay, cool, Half Dome, what does it look like? Mm-hmm. But it's literally have a rock. Sure. Well, the pictures don't do it justice. And I, no. and I think it's, you know, we're really lucky to be in a spot, you know, in California where we can drive any destination and be at a really cool park. But Yosemite, there really is something magical about Yosemite. You know, El Cap's amazing. Half Dome's amazing. You know, Tolami Meadows is amazing. Uh, there's, there's a lot of really, really good places around there. But when you drive up to Glacier Point or hike up to Glacier Point um, and like see Half Dome for what it is, you're like, wow, this is it's really cool. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Have you guys ever thought about maybe just like renting or even investing into like a sprinter van or something? I don't even think you need a sprinter van. I was thinking like a Tacoma. Well, because I, I have a friend um, that used to live behind us in at the old house and she and her friend just rented a camper mm-hmm. van yeah. and they're just driving around. And yeah. I, you know, it's like, what a cool experience. And I mean, I... I personally would 100% back you guys if you're like, you know, I'm going to go take a week and I'm just going to drive sure. and see where it takes us. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to like all three of us going because I yeah. think when all three of us go, it's, it's all, you know, we have a lot more 100%, fun. 100%, but I have to do something. Yeah, it's not like, it's, I'm not saying like, let's pack up and do it tomorrow, but I'm saying like, it'd be oh, cool. yeah. it'd be, you know, I'd really like to experience, you know, new sites with you guys, you know, because it's really fun to travel and it's really fun to do stuff. But the, every time I've gone someplace, I've always been like, dang. You know, I wish Brandon and mom were here. My mom would think this was really cool or Brandon would think this is really fun. And, and so it's nice to be able to take you guys places. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if, if, if it doesn't work out that all three of us can't, yeah. I mean, I still want you sure, two sure. to have the freedom of being like, you know what, I'm going yeah. to just do this, mm-hmm. you know? 
And then one thing, just don't litter in a uh, national park yeah. when I'm around. Or <laughs> well, I just do. don't litter in general. Well, People I mean, exactly. But that's your passion for litter is um, top notch, Brandon. Yeah. I mean, I remember when you were doing the beach cleanup. Yeah, we were doing a beach cleanup. You would be yelling at people who had no... Is this your trash? Is this your trash? Oh, yeah, dude. There's a a family eating chicken wings. You're like, it'd be a shame if somebody fucking littered. Yeah. You stared at them. Dude, I was fucking ruthless. Yeah, well, it sucks, dude. Like, seeing the amount of stuff that gets washed up on the ocean, it just just breaks your heart. Dude, we picked up so much trash. And that we only walked... I mean, we were only on the beach for like a span of a mile. I mean, think how much is along the coast. Well, there's there's like floating trash... Islands. Islands. It, uh, the plastic pollution in Indonesia is really, really, really bad. Yeah, well, um, it's, unfortunately, it's, uh, well, I think in India, they've actually killed a couple of rivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. the crazy thing is, is that most of it is like fishing nets and shit. Like, I mean, not most of it, but a lot, a lot of, of it. A lot of it. Yeah. A lot of times it's like people just like ditch it or they lose it and things like that. But um, just don't quote dude. me on this, but I believe the largest number, the, the, the three biggest countries of plastic pollution is Vietnam, Indonesia and China. Yeah. Uh, those are the three big three. Like when I was in Indo, like I'd be in the middle of the forest with no, no nobody would be around for miles, and I'd still find trash in the middle of the forest. That's wow. crazy. Yeah. I mean, how did it even get there? Uh, you, you know, just tides and mm. wind and things like that. Okay, that makes more sense. You know, so it's a shame because it's a beautiful country. There's just a lot of waste. Yeah. yeah and I personally, and again, don't don't litter if Brandon's around. Yeah. Because remember, we were in the um, sequoias. Was mm-hmm. it King Canyon? King's we were Canyon. in Kings Canyon. Yeah. Yeah, and you had just been newly sworn in, and boy, you took yeah, that job. Yeah, somebody left a Gatorade bottle. Oh, I which was is just. I mean, it's just common courtesy. You know? Yeah. And I mean, I was like yelling at people. I like I wasn't yelling at people. It was more like I was you just, just saying you it were very, talking loudly so that nobody would be and aggressively keen to litter around you. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I can't believe people would fucking leave their Gatorade bottle. I was like, yeah. who the fuck would litter? Yeah. But I said it so loud, and there was a bunch of kids and shit, and like families. I think there was a school bus of children. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guarantee you, the one thing they learned on that field trip was not to they litter. Said a lasting impression. Well, that that and the people who like carve their names and stuff always. Yeah, dude. That one's rough. Like why, why, mm-hmm. why? You know what, uh, to me, it's just, it just kind of comes back to a society of like, you know, it only, only I matter kind of society. Yeah. Or somebody you else know. will do it for me kind of thing. Yeah. The, or what does it matter? You know what? It's like not looking at, at things in the long run, mm-hmm. you know, like I want to preserve this for generations to come. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's eh, great. Yeah. You know? But I mean, it's not everybody. No. I mean, there's, there's a lot of good people yeah. out there too. I mean, like it, yeah. it says that, you know there's we, we are talking kind of a lot of bad about people but there's also so much good yeah, yeah. that it's just it counteracts it but mm-hmm. sometimes you don't see the good because it's just not there's there. not a lot of trash in africa there's not a lot of trash there's Actually, not a lot of traf- trash in africa no africa is incredibly clean really well, there, i mean there's obviously that to be said there's obviously parts of africa that are dirtier than others like you know there's you know like um i believe ghana's kind of got a lot of pollution and uh, a couple of other countries and stuff like mm-hmm. that but like south africa is really clean botswana is really clean mm-hmm. mozambique's got some really good parts you know like yeah there's mm-hmm. i mean wherever I've, I've i've been in a lot of places i very few amounts of trash yeah people are usually really cool that's actually pretty cool like yeah. i i mean i think you'd really like africa yeah the food's good it's a lot of meat um, see i was talking with um a guy and he was saying that you know the food kind of hurts your stomach no. like oh, okay no. well i guess it only hurt like you were saying it only hurts when it comes back because of how processed it is yeah, now so, yeah, yeah, yeah so the, the food in america is incredibly processed or over processed and it hurts your stomach so i'll go to africa and you eat you know you eat that chicken or you eat like that cow's family kind of thing so, <laughs> it's, like, so it's like i mean the food is very locally sourced and that being said there are, obviously there is processed food there is things like that but the amount of over-processed food in Africa is not as bad as it is here in America. 
um, just because they don't have like you know the refrigeration systems or they just it, things are just a lot fresher out there. Mm -hmm. So the food is really really fresh, really really good, and you're like this is amazing. And it's not until you fly home and you eat like In and Out or McDonald's and something like that, and you've got hot snakes, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, they, I mean, obviously like there, there's a, there's some food that is different, but most of the time the food is just top notch. Mm. Yeah. yeah, no, you, you, would, you would like it. I think the culture would just be a beautiful. Oh yeah. Yeah. People are really and, nice. And you know, and I'm always like, I'm always trying to look at the big picture, but what an amazing experience to say that you've done that. Mm -hmm. And you know, and you are at that point of your, um, you know, of your life where you're like, I deserve good things. Yeah. I deserve this. And, you know, to me, it's like, if you want to go, that is, it's, you 100% have the, the right, the ability, and it's a gift that you can give yourself. You can give yourself the gift of exploring and mm -hmm. seeing new things and just open just opening up this world of new possibilities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be Africa. I mean, it would be kind of cool to go anywhere with you. Like, I thought it'd be cool to go to Japan. Do I still want to go to It'd Japan? Be yeah. It'd be so sick. Yeah. Or like, um, Berlin's really cool. I want Germany's, to do that. Germany's really, really nice. I hear good things about like Denmark and Finland and stuff. Mm. That'd be cool. I think too. you guys should maybe go to like Hawaii and just rent a house on the beach for a while. Yeah. Hawaii's mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. You, I mean, you've never been, yeah? I've never been to Hawaii, we, but we, I read. We'll go to, we'll go to Kona. We'll go on the big island. Cause there's in the entire island, there's like 200,000 people, 300,000 people versus yeah. like Oahu, which is like a million plus. Yeah. That's a lot of so people. So Kona's, Kona's like landing 30 years in the past. It's mm. really laid back, really cool. A lot to do. Um, that probably, I think you'd really like Kona cause that's, they have a lot of coffee out there. So Kona coffee, coffee, like the stuff that in and out makes and stuff mm -hmm. like that, it all comes from Kona, Hawaii. Um, didn't we have, I mean, didn't Catalina also have Kona yeah. coffee? Yeah. Yeah. Catalina had a, uh, I forget the name of the coffee company or whatever, but they served Kona coffee. So good. Yeah. The breakfast yeah. they had was yeah, amazing. Yeah. Kona's really good. Um, see, I think if I went to Hawaii, I would want to do something like more of the, the experience of just like the slower paced. Yeah. And I personally think like anytime I travel or anything like that, I, I want to experience it more of like, you know, like maybe going to the countryside mm -hmm. or like to, you know, just, I, I'm not really big about going to like the touristy spots, yeah. but I like just kind of just going and just exploring it and kind of seeing it like, you know, more of like. Kind of doing what the locals do. Exactly. Yeah. Well, there's a lot. I mean, that's what's cool about Hawaii too, is there's all, I mean, all the beaches are public. So you can walk through really nice resorts and walk straight to the beach yeah. um, and do stuff like that. And, um, I think Kona would, I think Kauai is cool, but you know, a lot of people go there mm -hmm. and, um, I don't think it's as cool as Kona. I'm kind of, I'm kind of biased. Um, there's a lot to do out there. Did yeah. you know that I thought pineapples, um, came from trees? No. I well, it's, it's kind of like a shrub. Well, yeah, it grows in the ground. Yeah. 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 So when I went to Hawaii, I'm like, Hey, where's pineapple trees? They're yeah. like, Oh, okay. It's not from here. <laughs> so apparently you're not local. Yeah. <laughs> No, nah, yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool to go. I like you said, you know, mom. Like, I would just go. I want to mm -hmm. dive into like the like delve myself into yeah. culture and like figure out like a daily life of everybody. Like, I keep thinking about Australia. Mm -hmm. I think Australia would be sick. Oh yeah. Even though there's like ten things, you know, the most deadliest fucking country that's, in the world. Okay, so that's not that's most deadliest. So blown over the top. Like, the, yeah, there's really really poisonous things there, but they are so not a threat there. Didn't you say that there was a red back spider in your bedroom? No, it was in the bathroom and he just chilled. We were homies. Yeah. Like, fuck that. No, because yeah. they're not, they're nothing. There's See, really not a lot here's of, the there's thing, no large animals you there. Go, you go to Australia and yeah. you tell me that they have bathroom spiders. Yeah. 
Okay. Wait, what? That they have bathroom bath- spiders. Yeah, and they have like um, huntsman spiders or something like that. They like hide. In, they're like on the roofs. And you know how big stuff. huntsman okay. spiders are. Yeah, I know they're big. Yeah, but so they're not. We, they're not bad though. But you, you tell. Okay, so you tell me that there's bathroom spiders, and yeah. the bat, the good bathroom spiders are there to eat the bad spiders. Yeah, or well, the bugs. Okay, well, I said that on a live one time, and somebody from Australia was like, what the hell are you talking well, about? Well, I was in the bush, though. So, like, not all of Australia is like that, but, I, I mean, I was in the bush. So, here so. I am arguing with somebody from Australia yeah. that they have bathroom spiders. They might not well, they were know. Well, like, they were probably from, like, uh, like Melbourne or, like, or, like Sydney or, um, you know, one of the other bigger cities. I forget the name where, where Mud lives, but... Uh, yeah, I was in the bush bush. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, see, I'm but cool you, on that. You know, but that's just the whole thing. It's it's like just op- just allowing yourself to have those experiences. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm a, not it's say- a quick flight, too. It's only like 12 hours. Yeah, see, and I'm not saying that I would never go because yeah. of that. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. that would just be, you know, holding myself back. No matter what, I want to yeah. go. You know, I, I really don't care about what poisonous shit there is or like, yeah. you know, anything because like that. Because you can't it's just, live your life in fear. No, it's more of just enjoying the culture yeah. that they have, yeah. you know. It's not mm-hmm. even just like, you know, it's like, what do you guys do on mm-hmm. a daily? Like, you know, it'd be cool just to go get a certain coffee mm-hmm. at like a certain coffee shop and then go eat somewhere and just enjoy the day. Yeah. Like just, in, you know, in another country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if you want to experience, like if you want like a different country feel and experience culture, I would say, I would recommend Hawaii. Yeah. You go to a luau, kind of like, you know, really appreciate the Hawaiian people and, and their culture that they um, would like to share, you know, because oh, sometimes yeah. you'll go to places and they, they won't like, you, you're not allowed to share it or experience that kind of stuff. And the white is just like, hey, check this out. Yeah, you know, they like this. to share their yeah, culture. They're, yeah, they're really, really cool. And, and you know, a lot of people have like, I don't know, people are like, oh, the locals are really mean. Well, like, yeah, dude, I'd be pissed too if people kept coming to my island and like disrespecting. It's yeah. the same thing with the beach. You know, people come to my, you know, my beach and litter. And I'm going, yeah, of course I'm going to be upset. Or if you pass me on the highway, you know, yeah, of course I'm going to be upset. Like, Cause a lot of times when people are in, like if they're in a different environment, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the whole Vegas thing. Like what happens in Vegas stays yeah, in Vegas. It's you know, people, people have that same mentality when they visit different places. Yeah. It's like, well, this isn't my home. Yeah, exactly. You know, you just have to have respect yeah. for the people who do live there. Oh, yeah. I mean, respect goes far distance, but the thing with respect is like, you have to, you know, you have to get it to receive it back. Sure. Like it's not respect is a two way road. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just be like, Oh cool. I'm being respectful. So, or like, um, you can't just disrespect someone and just be like, okay, well respect me. It's yeah. like, it doesn't fucking work like yeah. that. You know, I, um, when I worked for Surfline, right. I did a lot of news articles for like Hawaii and like South America and or Central America and like Australia and stuff. And one of the Instagram pages I follow is hungry, hungry, Hawaiian shout out, hungry, hungry, Hawaiian. Um, and they would post, you know, stuff of like, um, they would call them Howleys. Howleys is like a, mm-hmm. it's like an out of towner or like a, it's a, it's a derogatory word for like foreigners and stuff. It's so funny. And, um, you know, they post pictures of like how he's like standing on top of like a statue of, um, I, I, I can't pronounce the name, uh, King Monikeo, I believe. Yeah. Um, you know, just disrespecting their culture and stuff like that. And they're like, look at this Howley. Like, yeah, I'd be pissed if some dude from like Iowa comes over and like stands on shit that I, you know, that I really, really value. Yeah. You know? So yeah. Yeah. Hungry Hawaiian sick. It's cool. Yeah. I love that page. Yeah. But you're right. You do have to give, you you have to give respect and you know, you just, I don't understand people sometimes. No. Cause like, there's like, okay, well, you know, I demand respect. It's like, bitch, if you don't respect me back, I ain't going to give you fucking respect. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a two way street that it seems like 
it gets so convoluted that people just think that they deserve it. It's like, no, fuck you. Yeah. You don't earn it. You got to earn respect. Like, yeah. that's just it. Well, sometimes I think people tack on like either their job title or their, their mm. status and they're like, well, you have to respect me. I'm, I'm X, Y, and Z. Well, yeah. I see. I think sometimes people are really insecure because they're in a new place. So they like kind of puff themselves up yeah. and, you know, it's kind of like that, that little chicken is like, you know, puffs mm-hmm. up its vet, its chest and it's like, ah. Yeah. You know, if you don't understand the culture, if you don't understand it, you know, just maybe try to like let the ego go. Sure. And ask. People are are really keen on sharing their experience and sharing their culture. They're like, hey, dude, what's that about? And they're like, dude, let me tell you. Let me let me share this experience with you Mm -hmm. instead of being like, oh, yeah, no, I know this. You yeah. Know. See, I think because Barbu and um, Auntie Vicky and I all mm-hmm. went to Hawaii. It was just a complete trip. But um, I still remember because we did do the luau, which mm-hmm. was super fun. Yeah, luau's are cool. But the thing that I remember the most is we um, we got horses. We went horseback riding on the beach. Sure. And then we like went up into the mountains, and there was like all the old um, like silos during mm-hmm. World War was it World War Two World War Two. And it was just really cool just to see the the side of Hawaii on a horse, and so mm-hmm. it, it's it's it was like a really weird trip. But out of every weird trip that we ever had, there's always like one instance that just kind of sticks with me, and yeah. it's just like it's really cool. And and I know that I myself robbed myself a lot of that during my drinking years, which is, I think that is why I'm always so adamant about you guys going out there being like, you know, you need to see the world. And, you know, maybe I'm a a little bit too much like pushy, pushy sometimes, but I think a lot of it is because I want you to experience things that I didn't allow myself to experience. But at the same time, you know, you can also go out there and experience yourself still. Oh, yeah. That's oh, what I'm saying. Like, oh, because you couldn't then doesn't mean that you can't now yeah, either. You more of a motivator. Exactly. Yeah. Like, not only push us, but you also got to push yourself as well. Well, that mm-hmm. too, and I think everybody should travel because I think the more people travel and they kind of leave their comfort zone, the more they're going to understand that people all around the world are the exact same. Oh, yeah. You know, people generally all want the same thing. They all want to provide for their family. They all want happiness. And they just want to have an enjoyable life, you know, like, and I feel like there's such a disconnect sometimes when you're just like, well, you know, like, all I know is this or like, you know, I'm not going to like leave my comfort zone. And they just kind of hear of these countries and places on TV and they're like, oh my gosh, that must be super dangerous. But when you go there and the people are, they are the nicest people ever. Everyone, you know, people are the same no matter where you go in the world. People are always after the same things. And I have to be really careful because sometimes it's like, I'll tell myself that I want to do it and Mm -hmm. I genuinely, genuinely want to do it. Mm -hmm. But I have to be really careful that I don't continually make excuses not to do it. Sure. You know, because I really want to get out there and travel. I mean, that is where my passion is and I want to do it. But I also know that I have, you know, almost a 13-year-old dog who I can't, I don't want to leave her. No, I think if we left her for anything longer than two days or three days, I think it would. Because she, I mean, she gets, you guys don't see it, but when she, when you guys leave, she she physically acts different Mm -hmm. um, than when you guys aren't here. She, she's a lot more um, like comatose. Yeah. Yeah, She's just a lot more mellow. And I think if you were gone for longer than that, I think it would, you know, be hard on her. Yeah. So, I mean, and and to me, it's, it. My life has been one, I wouldn't even say excuse, but mm-hmm. one roadblock after the other. So once Liberty does choose to leave us, mm-hmm. I have to make sure that I don't purposely put another roadblock so I continue in the same pattern. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it does, that doesn't mean I never want another dog, but I'm going to have to have a dog that I can also travel with yeah. or have arrangements made so I can travel comfortably. Mm-hmm. So 
that's kind of where I want to make sure that, I mean, you're, you travel fine, but Brandon, when you start allowing yourself to do that, I just want to make sure that you, you know, maybe are consciously aware of that same kind of thing yourself. Well, yeah, no, I mean, cause I kind of use Pam as like an sure. excuse sometimes. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, I don't want to, I mean, it's even safe. though she was, yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, even though she was a street cat, like I also don't want to leave her yeah. for an extended period of time because mm-hmm. in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, fuck, did she just choke on food and did she die? Like, did something go wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, is she even like, you know, like what's going on with her? So I start panicking, but she's a fucking cat. And, and she, too, you know what? And, and if you really do want to travel, there are options for her. I mean, we can get a pet setter. We can find a really yeah, cool f- Fuck that. I'm not going to have some random person in my home. Well, if yeah. I leave, like if you go with me, we can just, Pam can just come here. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, well. And Liberty's so old. I mean, she's, she's been around cats. Liberty is you know, not No, I understand, aggressive. but Pam took like two, three days to even get comfortable. Oh, sure. So she hid under my bed. Well, then, you know what? It's not like Pam would have the full. Yeah, we just put her in like my room or yeah, something. Yeah, Pam would, Pam would be in, or either that or in my room, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it's not like she would have the whole house. And and Pam is, you know, she is a survivor and she's going to be well taken care of. And but fed. she's my baby. And yeah. she's going to, and I will take good care of your baby. But I'm just saying, it's like there are ways around it. I mean, and truthfully, if I really wanted to travel, you and Pam could come and stay here and, and live with Liberty. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I would, yeah. All right. if, I, if I gave you like a ticket to any place in the world, where, where would be the first place you do travel to? You know what? It's really weird, but I've always said Iceland. Okay. And it's they have the Northern Lights in Iceland. Yes, and it's Sick. Yeah, and it's, cool. it's, it's there's no spiders or snakes in Iceland. Thank God, I'm there. And it's 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 actually a toss up between Iceland or New Zealand. Okay, both are really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously different atmospheres and different um, climates, but both are really really cool. Yeah, and I and I don't know what it is about the those two destinations that have for some reason drawn mm-hmm. me there, but it's it's those two. And then if I were to go anywhere within the United States. Um, it would be New York City. Sure. Which, you know, I'll have to let them dry out, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think between New Zealand and Iceland, I think you wouldn't be... Both would be perfectly fine. I mean, both the people are really, really nice. The food's really, really good. Um, different experiences, obviously, but that mm-hmm. just means you get to go to the other one next, you know? Where would you go, Brandon? Well, I also just want to say, hopefully, everybody in New York is staying safe, and, you mm-hmm. know, hopefully oh, you guys oh, are yeah. good. You know, I hope, you know, you guys are, you know, doing well, I it's guess. a shitty I flood that there. happened. Yeah. I know, dude. So I just want to shout out to New York. Hopefully you guys stay safe. Um, yeah. Where would I would go? Yeah. I would either go to Alaska mm. or uh, if, I was gonna, if I was going to go out. I, dude, Ireland would be sick. Ireland's cool. Yeah. Ireland would be cool. Um, I'm trying to think of like, where, dude, I'd, I'd want to go to Jamaica. Okay. Jamaica would be sick. Papa always wanted to go to Alaska. I remember that would be one of the things that we would talk about the most is he really wanted to go to Alaska and see always the Northern Lights. Always wanted to Lights. go to it. He, that was his spot. And yeah. I think that would be a cool spot for us to go to. In yeah, as a family. Yeah. Didn't he want to do it on a cruise though? I think he just wanted to do it. I, I, I mentioned the cruise because I thought it would be the easiest for him and Barbu to travel. Yeah. But I, I know he just wanted to go and see the Northern Lights. And there's a lot to do in Alaska. Uh, you can surf in Alaska. What? Yeah, you can ice surf. It's supposed to be super cool. I That's heard cool. of that. Yeah, you have to wear you have to wear a one millimeter wetsuit and over like a seven like a seven or eight mil. <laughs> so it's like this huge like people do it in Michigan a lot too. I, yeah, there's one guy I guess he's like famous out there or something. Yeah. He just goes out, surfs, comes yeah, back. Yeah, he surfs like the ship the ship um, the shipping like wake shipping lane wake. or oh, the wakes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And stuff like See, that. I would love to. I mean, I would just it's I would go to Alaska. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Alaska would be sick. You see that there's a documentary that I forget the name of the guy's name, but he's like the bear man or something like that. There are the, 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 didn't he get eaten by a bear? Yeah. I got eaten yeah, by the bear. Him. Yeah. Because yeah. he would like live along like next to the bears and the bears would just tolerate him. But then one got hungry and ate him. I was watching and you know, and I, I love my TikTok, but I was, I saw this TikTok and there was this fisherman mm -hmm. and I think he was in, I don't know, someplace where there's a grizzly bear and he's sitting there fishing and he looks over and a, oh, yeah. a bear just comes and it was just like, mm -hmm, and like yeah. lay down right next to him. And I'm like, I would want to pet the bear. No, no. But it was a really big bear. And then I'm like, that bear could eat you. Yeah. And what a cool experience though. Mm -hmm. See, I don't know if he was fit. I think he was just like video, like videoing something. Cause I know one? exactly yeah. what video you're talking yeah. about. Cause the bear just comes up, chills right next to him. Mm -hmm. I mean, he doesn't move and he's just videoing it and it just sits. And yeah. he's just like, well, that's cool. Well, I mean, a lot of times the animals, they'll physically tell you like, Hey, you know, like this, I'm not, I'm not comfortable with you near me. But like, if they're like, okay, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't care about you. I mean, they, they, I'm sure the bear could approach you with no problem. I mean, obviously you never want to put yourself in a position where you're like, yo, this bear could fuck me up. But it's the same thing with animals in Africa. I mean, you have to respect their space and if they choose to get closer, you have to kind of just be in a, yeah. in a safe spot. And now that Tahoe, um, South Tahoe is evacuated for the fires. Yeah. And a lot of the ring doorbells are picking up bears Oh yeah. because you know, they're like, there's no humans. Yeah. Those are some pretty big bears. Yeah, black bears are people like think they're small. Obviously, they're smaller than brown bears and grizzly bears and yeah. stuff like that. But they're still big. Yeah, there there's been a couple that I've seen. I'm like, that's a good size bear. Yeah, no, they're not small at all. They're hey, bear. Did you guys know that polar bears actually hunt humans? Yeah. In, oh, yeah. in Alaska, instead of like earthquake drills like we have here, they have polar bear drills. Dude, how gnarly yeah. is that? That like if they sneak up on you, you're fucked. Okay, like you're so dead. So if we go to Alaska, should we practice polar bear drills before there's, we there's go? There's nothing. Run? Yeah. You, yeah, you, you can't, put you can't your, do anything. Put your legs between your knees and kiss your butt to goodbye. Yeah, because you you're cannot, fucking You dead. cannot run it and they're not... They're not like passive enough where you like you grow up into a ball of like cool floor food. Yeah, they're they like, will oh, fuck you up. Yeah. No, they're, yeah, it's crazy. They're, but like, yeah, it's just. They're big. Fuck yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Okay, but we still have to go, but we'll go where there's grizzly bears, not where there's polar bears. I, I mean, are, they're still just as dangerous. Like, yeah. Like the, the okay. I believe the Kodiak bears are up there and they're giant. I mean, I would love to go up there to see the bears, um, but from a distance. Yeah. It's like can, anything. You got to respect things from a distance. All I can think about is that one movie, which I cannot remember the You're fucking. You're thinking of movie. The Edge. Is it The Edge? Yeah. Oh, I love With that movie. Sean Connery and um, Ben Affleck, not Ben Affleck. Um, what's his name? One? No, the is a Baldwin, Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah, dude. Or they like they they go onto like a helicopter. The geese fucking yeah, come and plane, like, fucking yeah. kill someone, mm -hmm. and then they crash and yeah. they find a cabin. Yeah, and Which, then they hunt the bear. Yeah, I mean the bear. I mean bears have a great sense of smell, so I think it's like three times better than dogs or yeah. something like that. Dude, or with that one movie with fucking Dan Aykroyd. And into the wild? Yeah, I don't. Is it, is it is, into the I wild? I think I don't think I've ever seen it, but for some reason I'm thinking it's into the I wild. With that fat guy and he eats the big steak. Yeah, I've, oh my God, what's it's his It's in name? the woods or something like oh, that. Oh, I got to Google that, it, That movie actually scared me. But it's, um, really? it's so yeah. funny. Um, when the, like, there's like you two, were scared of E.T. Yeah, I was scared of a lot of movies growing up. Yeah, you And, and the crystal, the crystal something. That Dude, was scary. fuck oh. the crystal. Yeah. The dark crystal. The dark crystal. Dude, yeah, that scared that the shit out of me. And you were like, let's watch a movie. And you put the dark crystal in. I'm like, no. <laughs> watched it like 20 times and I was terrified every time. Dude, it was scary. Yeah. I think it's Into the Woods. I think you're right. Um, yeah, because I think that's the one that Dan Aykroyd was in. He uh, died, right? Dan, Dan Aykroyd? No. 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 One of the guys died. Um, Jim Belushi died. Yeah, John Belushi. John, no, Chris yeah, John Farley. Belushi. Chris, Chris Farley was in it? Not Chris, yeah. Not Chris Farley is, it passed away. Yeah, Chris yes, Farley but he died wasn't from in the, he was, Yeah, but he wasn't in the movie. No, 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 no. But I'm just, I, I thought about Chris Farley because he's the best. No. Yeah, because he was on Saturday Night Live. Dude, just, he was so funny. I loved yeah. Chris Farley, man. Him and Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy was a fucking yeah. good movie. Yeah. 
Um, so why can't I find this? What's it called? It's uh, a Dan Aykroyd movie. You know that everybody listening to this is screaming the name of the I movie know. right now. Oh, I know. So Ghostbusters. Um, the Great Outdoors. The Great, Great Outdoors. Outdoors. Yeah, it's called The Great Outdoors, dude. I thought that was. He was in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he was. Um, uh, not, yeah. He wasn't Peter Venkman. He was. He was one of the head guys. Peter Venkman was Bill Murray. That's Bill Murray. Which I think Bill Murray's absolutely He was Ray. Cool. Yeah. Ray Shantz. You know what? I remember seeing that movie in, in Del Mar, and I saw it before Auntie Vicky saw it. So yeah. I saw the movie, and I thought it was like the funniest movie I'd ever seen. So I went, but we went back to the movies, but Auntie Vicky and Kimmy's dad was with us. Yeah, Robert. Yeah. So we were getting to that scene where, you know, the little neighbor guy comes mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And I, Auntie Vicky was sitting next to me, and I go, just wait for this. I go, this is the typical guy who asks me out. Yeah. So she's all waiting for it, and then he comes out. I just remember her just dying laughing in the movie theater. That's awesome. And it, out of that whole movie the the part that i like the most was remembering listening to her laughing mm-hmm. at the top of her lungs at this movie theater and i just thought it was that i always get the warmest feelings thinking about this movie thinking about her laughing that's cool yeah yep 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 all right so i think that this was a great yeah. episode yeah. i am so beyond thrilled that i have my family here i think that this is going to take this platform just to the next level of awesomeness yeah i agree you know brandon you bring such amazing energy to our already amazing energy well thank you guys for you know just uh you know bringing me into this and everything thanks for everybody listening you know you're gonna start hearing the soothing sexy voice more yeah (laughs) Um, i know you guys have the greatest like soothing voices and then i'm all like (laughs) (laughs) sometimes and then like whenever we laugh it's just like insanely loud like fucking cackles yeah yeah, well, cool. you can always tell when I'm talking compared to YouTube because yeah. you guys have the, the, the smooth voices of Robert and Brandon Pike. There we go. There Jesus. you go. All, All right. right, so on that fun note, we will see you on the next episode. Next week. Have a good one.